Hello, and welcome to One Real Good Thing, where we dive into one thing you can do today to propel your life in a healthy direction. I'm your host, Ellie Krieger, and today I'm talking with you directly about one real good thing I think is key to keep in mind these days. Forget biohacking and embrace biosyncing. Listen to find out what I mean by that and why I think it's so important to your well-being. Hello, I am so excited to kick off this new season after a little hiatus this summer. I hope you had a good summer, and I'm so glad you're joining me right now. I have so many incredible guests lined up. I think you are going to love what's coming in the next several episodes, Um, but I wanted to kick off today by talking with you directly because there's something that I've been thinking about a lot, (laughs) and sometimes I get these notions and I can't get them out of my head. And I think it's something that's very important to understand in order to tap into well-being. And the thing, it's something I find disturbing in the health and nutrition world right now, a, a trend I find disturbing. And it's all the hype around biohacking, which Forbes magazine has called the latest health craze. So, what is biohacking? I wanted to get into that a little bit and explain what this is. And you've probably heard this phrase bandied about, or you've probably seen ads on the internet that might be biohacking related. You might even not realize it, but essentially biohacking, it's a do-it-yourself form of human enhancement where you're making changes in your diet and your behavior, and you're using technology to attempt to essentially override biology, right? Your biohacking and improve your health, your performance, your lifespan. So these things sound good, right? To make changes to improve your health and performance and lifespan. I mean, I think we're all kind of wanting to do that on some level, but there's an ethos around biohacking that centers around this notion of fixing what's flawed, of overriding your biology, fixing these flaws, and in some cases, in sort of more extreme levels of biohacking, making yourself superhuman. So this is where I find it troubling. Um, but And I'll get into that in a minute. But I wanted to explain that not all of this is bad, right? It might even sound like a good idea. And a lot of the notions of it might might be good. But stick with me here because I'm going to explain why I think it's better to actually forget biohacking and embrace what I have named biosyncing instead. So actually the opposite of biohacking is what I call biosyncing. And I'm going to explain why I think that's better. But first, I want to give you some specific details more about what biohacking is. So some specific forms of biohacking. So some people consider actually meditating a form of biohacking. Obviously, I'm in favor of that, right? I, I believe um, that that can be super helpful. So there are elements of biohacking that I think could be helpful, but some really take this to an extreme. So other forms of biohacking including include using medications, perhaps um, off Uh, off-label medications, and also supplements that promise to improve performance and increase longevity. Um, Biohackers use wearable technology, such as, you know, these um, step monitors even, right? Or, Or glucose monitors, other wearable technology, these wristbands and so on, 
Many of them even use implantable devices to monitor fitness and behavior and to prompt changes. Uh, fasting, intermittent fasting is considered a form of biohacking, um, using cold in to presumably increase fat burning. Um, and that's called cryotherapy is one form of that. And that's a popular form of biohacking and something called nutrigenomics, where you're actually developing a personalized diet plan based on your genetic code. Um, so not all of this is necessarily bad, right? Some people might find it helpful to wear a glucose monitor, for example, and that might be perfectly appropriate or to have their phone tell them to get up and move if they've been sitting for too long. But there is a lot of concern overall about biohacking for me. First of all, there's lots of promises made and not much scientific proof, right? So for example, developing a whole diet plan on your DNA, we're not there yet. The science isn't there yet. And so these tests might cost a lot of money, but you're not necessarily getting something that's founded in science. Um, same thing with many of these other quote unquote biohacking therapies, lots of promises being made, not much scientific proof. It's a totally unregulated industry, just like the supplement industry in general. So therefore it makes it ripe for abuse and all these snake oil salesmen trying to sell you expensive blood tests and and monitors and implants and, and and shakes and supplements. Actually, one ad for a biohacking supplement drink that I saw um, said, they quote, they cracked the code and put the entire longevity code in a shake. So, wow, if you drink this, you're somehow you are ingesting the entire longevity code. I didn't know there was an entire longevity code that has been established. And if there is one, why aren't we all on board with that? So um, so it's just, these are the kinds of promises being made. And I think there's just a lot of misleading, uh, misleading advertising out there about all of this. Um, but the thing that bothers me actually more than that is the overall mindset the overall mindset of extreme biohacking that I find disturbing. And it's the mindset that it really centers around this idea that our bodies are inherently flawed and need to be fixed. That to do that, we need to override our body's cues. So we have to override our cues of hunger with fasting, right? For example, we have to override our body's cues of the pleasure of eating uh, or a pleasure in general so that we can improve our well-being. I feel like that's the overriding message that I get. And first of all, that's not true, <laughs> uh, which I'll get into a little bit more. But also that kind of thinking is one of the big red flags for disordered eating and body dysmorphia. If you think about disordered eating, it's this hyper control of the body. And that's essentially what biohackers are trying to do. They're trying to hyper control aspects of their body in the name of well-being. Well, I think most people with eating disorders are doing it in the name of somehow well-being as well in their own mind. And so this hyper control, this ignoring body cues is essentially red flags and could spark eating disorder 
eating disorders or disordered eating in people um, and uh, and are the red flags for that. So I think that's really important just in terms of a mindset to tap into. Um, so it's really the opposite of this hyper control, of this overriding cues, of this biohacking concept. It's the very opposite of what I have, I am a huge proponent of, which is intuitive eating, where you're tapping into and responding and respecting your body's cues. You're seeing your body. Maybe it's flawed on some level, right? But that's okay. It's not something that's broken that needs fixing, that needs fixing, that needs beating into shape, right? You're seeing your body's cues and you're seeing your physical self as inherently wise and trustworthy. And it's really a counter that biohacking mentality. To counter that, I came up with this idea of embracing quite the opposite mindset. And I started thinking, well, what's the opposite of biohacking? It's biosyncing. So instead of hacking into this biology that we have, instead of disrupting it, how about going with the flow of it? How about syncing with it? How about biosyncing? I love this new term. Maybe I love it because I made it up, <laughs> but I really think it could catch on. It's about an inherent respect for your body, seeing it as potentially flawed in some ways, but not something broken that needs to be fixed, that needs to be whipped into shape. It's about listening to your internal cues and understanding them as being powerful tools to tap into and not trying to override them or ignore them because a piece of paper or a beeping machine tells you to. It's about syncing with them and listening to them. If you're hungry, you eat something. And when your body tells you, I've had enough food, you stop eating. It's really simple, but it's complicated because we have trained ourselves in our culture to not do that. We've trained ourselves in many ways to ignore all of these cues and we have to practice. We have to practice again to see, to tap into how we feel. And it's not only about food, it's about movement. So rather than driving yourself into the ground, no pain, no gain type of biohacking mentality, maybe you could move because it feels good, not because it's a punishment that we need to impose upon ourselves to get to where we want to be. This awareness of how you're feeling this biosyncing that I'm calling it is this mind body connection and the way you respond to it. And it actually has a technical name in science. It's called interoception, interoception. And this interoception is at the very foundation of a person's ability to self regulate, to attend to your body's needs, to take care of yourself to nourish yourself, to nurture yourself, to care for yourself. And I think that's at the center. This kind of self-care, this kind of self-love, this kind of tuning in is really at the center of true well-being. So it's awareness. It's an awareness that doesn't need to dis be disrupted. It's awareness of, a, of, um, of your body's signals that don't have to be disrupted, as the biohackers would have you do. It's one really to lean into for true well-being. And I'm not saying, so I don't want you to get me wrong here, I'm not saying that some biohacking tools wouldn't work for you. 
I'm just really saying, don't buy into this overall mindset. This it's it's kind of like a tech pro tech bro sort of everything has to be disrupted mindset. So don't buy into this mindset that your own internal cues that what your body's telling you needs to be ignored or disrupted in some way. Um, it really needs to be embraced, in my opinion. And that's why my one real good thing to kick off this new season is to embrace biosyncing. Thanks for joining me. I hope you'll join me next time for another one real good thing.